Episode 21, welcome back. My listener count has uh, slowly gone up the last couple of weeks, so grinding away. My big goal was to hit 26 episodes, to do one per week for six months, and then make a decision whether I'm enjoying it or where we go from there. So far, so good. It's um, I found a bit of a rhythm and production's been a little bit tricky because I produce these things myself, but I have to say using Riverside with um, their technology now and it removes pauses and ums and ahs and does a pretty good job with the clarity um, or with fixing the audio file without me spending a huge amount of time. As I get more into this and find a little bit more time, I will potentially outsource it to increase the production quality. Everybody talks about, you know, having this amazing um, podcast to listen to and the audio quality. I'm a believer. I've recently changed to a microphone. I think the microphone has made a big difference. The voiceover is definitely better. You don't hear these little sounds in the background. And the quality of some of these platforms now to record on has also made it um, super convenient and super easy to do these things yourself. Um, but I really think it's about the content. You need to be consistent with your content and, you know, putting out content that people want to listen to. Yes, I get it that if the quality is not great, people will switch off straight away. But just as important, you can have the best um, well-produced audio file in the world or, you know, YouTube video. If it's garbage content, people are switching off straight away. So. Anyway, I want to touch on a bit of a subject. I wrote a a blog article last week after a conversation with my sister. She does listen occasionally, so I hope this doesn't, uh, maybe she skips this episode and or she'll be on the phone to me straight away saying, what am I I podcasting and blogging about her? Um, But it was titled, How Do We Get the Health Message Out? We're seeing the increase in obesity and overweight levels just escalating around the world quite dramatically. And it just got me thinking that, you know, is this ever going to change? Are we ever going to get this message across to people um, and people start to take control of their own life and, you know, start to implement healthy living and healthy choices? And, um, yeah, I was chatting to my sister. She's got a hip issue at the moment and we were just talking about some of the things she can do and the advice she's had from the physio and, you know, she wanted to go back to exercise, but she's in a lot of pain. She's getting a little bit older, like all of us. Um, and she freely admitted that she's carrying a little bit of extra weight. And I understand that goes hand in hand. You know, you you have some sort of injury. You can't do um, the exercise you'd like to do. You start to put on weight. In some situations, you even get a little bit frustrated and depressed. So you start to eat a little bit more. We all know this pattern and this cycle. We've all been in it, um, even though I've kept a consistent routine my entire life. I have slipped into it occasionally um, with different sort of vices, you know, eating a bit too much of this and a bit too much of that. Um, And it just got me thinking, you know, I was trying to help her and give her some advice on, you know, some of the things she needs to do and can she do some movement? And I said with a hip, you know, she needs to get on the bike and just at least cycle that really low grade, you know, and just make it a very simple part of your daily life. If it's 10 minutes in the morning before you go to work or if it's 10 minutes, you know, in the middle of the day where you pick up a book or, you know, just make it really simple and start really small. Trying to make big change straight away, it's kind of proven in psychology that it doesn't work. I was listening to a great podcast, um, The Diary of the CEO, the other day, 
with Jordan Peterson. Actually, it may have been been this morning. And they were talking about, you know, he's a psychologist and he was talking about when people come to see him about the change that and how slow this change can be. And there was somebody that hadn't cleaned their bedroom for 20-odd years. And he said to the guy, you've got to start with one drawer. Open one drawer and think what you could throw out of that drawer or tidy in that drawer. Anyway, the guy said what he did do, he went and got the vacuum cleaner and put it in his room. And the following week or however long it was between his counselling sessions, he went back and he said, I haven't vacuumed the floor. I've stepped over it every day for the past week. And, you know, Jordan Peterson was saying that he wasn't disappointed in that. He said, because it's human nature, like that was too big a step. He said, so then I try to find a way how to break that step down even further. And that is really the key. Um, you've got to have these tiny little steps that you can actually implement into your life. And if that comes, if you need to lose some weight, we know it predominantly comes around uh, comes from diet. Nobody can do the volume of exercise to really have a massive impact on their weight. If you look at the calories burned for the amount of exercise that you need to do, it's a much easier process to change your eating. Um, and even then, you know, even if you can burn the calories, you need to look at what you are consuming. Classic for me, I tend to be able to burn quite a few calories for that day. Um, but my cholesterol had bumped up because I can get away with eating different foods. Um, my last cholesterol test that I had, it had bumped up the last six months. I've changed my diet dramatically, cut out a few things that I was um, indulging in, um, you know, having the same breakfast of oats and yogurt every morning, and my cholesterol is back down to pretty much a normal level. So, but again, it was just a simple change. So I was basically saying to my sister, you know, you just need to pick one meal per day, look at the calories in it, and make that a standard meal that you have every morning. Um, and just keep trimming these calories down to where you get to that comfortable level where you're not starving yourself, but you also know what you're putting into your mouth. So I suggested using an app like Carbon, I think it is, or MyFitnessPal to record your calories or your food intake for one month and to check the calories and the macros. And after a while, and after doing this for a few weeks, you really get a feel, but it's also a nice little reminder. You go, you go to pick up whatever it may be, um, a cookie, a biscuit, um, or something else, and you realize, no, that's going to add just you know 150 empty calories to my day, and I'm on track. So you start to get this mental sort of checklist in your own mind as well. Um, so I think just checking calories and food counting and calorie counting for a lot of people is really difficult. I got into a bit of a habit. I'm doing it again now. I want to drop, you know, just a little bit of body fat. So I've just tried to pull out two or 300 calories per day. And I just check my food. You know, I've, I've just slightly trimmed my breakfast. I normally have two slices of toast. I'll trim that back to one, um, as well as a big bowl of oats in my breakfast at around 1,000 calories. Um, but it's making these simple adjustments and making them easy. So you can do it consistently day in, day out. It's why I eat the same food every day. I just find it so much easier. I don't go hunting for breakfast. I buy the same breakfast every week. I just get up and do it. So, yeah, it just got me thinking, how do we get this message out and, and how do we actually help people, you know, all around the world? And then I was thinking about, you know, community is probably the best way. We need to get involved with other people. We need to form groups ourselves to come together. Um, to actually assist us with this. You know, if you're with a group and you've got a few other people that are supporting you and you can check in. Um, I was also listening to another podcast and I think it's called My Body Tutor 
the guys were talking about they use. And they said the most powerful aspect of that, um, and these are really disciplined, you know, mid-30-year-old successful entrepreneurs made millions of dollars, but they're still struggling with their overall health and well-being. And by using this my, my body tutor, someone calls them every day to check in and keep them accountable. And it really, it is what it comes down to, that accountability. So it got me thinking a lot about having some sort of community that you surround yourself with, that you all chip in together and you all call each other each day and, you know, how you're going today, what was your diet like, you know, send me your fitness pal, take a screenshot, just to keep each, you know, each of you accountable and, and honest. Um, and you can make a bit of a, a bit of fun with it as well and, and, and gamification. But, you know, and it was the other interesting thing that keeps coming up from a lot of people all the time is, oh, but I don't have time. And we're all pushed for time. I get that. I live in Sydney. You know, I've got a, a busy career at the moment. I've just got back into a, um, a job I haven't done for over 10 years. So my learning curve is really steep. I'm not getting any younger. So that's stretching me to the nth degree at the moment. Um, you know, you want to make time for friends and family and your partner and, you know, some social life and workouts, but it's hard. We're all restricted with time. However, when I look at my own day and I wanted to actually start writing more, I'm trying to challenge myself to write potentially 500 words a day. I want a podcast every week and I want to put out a couple of newsletters. How do I find that time? Well, I had to start saying to myself, if I want to sit down and some nights I physically need to, I get that, um, sit down and, and watch a bit of nebulous mind-numbing television. But I don't do that until after 8 p.m. now. So I, I made a pact to myself, okay, at 8 o'clock, if I've written my newsletter or I've done my, you know, read a little bit for the day, then I'll sit down and, and watch, you know, half an hour to an hour of television. I've said before I try and be in bed by around 9 o'clock most nights and asleep by 9.30. Um, so that gives me a good cutoff. Finish at 8, you know, that's, that's including my dinner in that period as well. Finish at 8 o'clock, I'll sit down watch a little bit of TV and um, take myself off to bed. But saying that you don't have time, it's interesting that these, these same people can actually make time to scroll endlessly on their, their um, you know, Instagram feed. Take it off your phone for a month. Just commit to yourself and say, okay, I'm just going to delete Instagram for one month, see if I can go without it. You know, these social influencers probably aren't doing you any benefit anyway. They're making you feel like shit, you know, because we're constantly comparing ourselves. And use that additional time, as I said before, to go for a 10-minute walk. Um, you know, if you've got a stationary bike at home, to sit on that bike for 10 minutes and read a book or put a podcast in. But, you know, just there is time in the day to do these things. Um, we can definitely give up Netflix. You know, the Carbon app is, I think, about 10 or $12 a month, the same price of Netflix. Cancel your Netflix subscription for a month and then, you know, download Carbon and actually pay for it. Um, and get the data, and after a month, you'll have enough information to to know what to do with it, and then move on. Um, so it's it's interesting, you know. The conversation just got me thinking so much um, that this is an issue for all of us. We're all paying directly or indirectly in some way for someone else's health and someone else's well-being. Um, you know, my health insurance premiums have actually gone up substantially over the years. Um, you know, in some way, this is affecting us all, and I'm sure that. Like all of us, we know someone that actually has got some sort of health issues and um, could do with a little bit of additional exercise and healthier eating in their life. 
But it goes back to what I wrote about, or I'm not sure if I've spoken about it on the podcast, but what I wrote about some time ago, this, this theory I've got around the 80-20 health rule. And that, you know, 20% of the changes you make will yield 80% of the results. We don't have to go to that 100% degree that, you know, if you're an elite athlete or you're somebody that's fixated or obsessed with particular things has to do. Um, making those, by and large, those larger changes, you know, there's 20% of the changes by cutting your food calories, moving your body a little bit more, cutting down on some of the social media time, um, you will get 80% of the results that you're looking for. Most people don't want to be walking around, you know, with a six pack. Um, if you do, you probably need to go that additional and maybe it's, you know, 30, 40, 50% of the energy has to go in to get 90% of the results. But 20% will yield you a big, a big change if you put some of those um, small things into place. And no one's saying that you have to give up everything. It's, it's not about giving up everything. It's about finding the balance and cutting back on some things. Um, and I think it's really important, you know, if you are going to or, or want to make some of these changes in your life that you need to find things that you will stick to. And the one thing that I said is, you know, exercise needs to be so much fun. I don't find exercise fun every day um, and I think that word can be overused but you have to find something that you will enjoy um, and if it's Pilates then you know make it Pilates make it once or twice a week you go to Pilates and the other days you walk if it's a gym you go to the gym but you've got to find something you can build into your life and enjoy over a lifetime over a long period it's not just tomorrow the next day for a month you know find something that will will stand you in in good stead for a very long time over the next 10 years have a 10 year plan not like a five five-minute plan up the road. Protein. I think protein is just a massive thing. Um, I don't think enough people consume enough of it. Um, I definitely wasn't, and I work out a lot. But um, when I looked at my protein, protein consumption using these macro apps, I realized that I was probably 40 grams down per day. So one of the things I did do was go to a protein powder, um, and started to use a, a protein powder every day, and I got myself up to around that 160 grams, you know, two grams per kilogram of body weight, or one gram per pound um, of protein per day. Um, and that's looking at getting protein at each meal, you know, getting your protein in a breakfast. If you need a snack throughout the day, whether it's a boiled egg or some other sort of form of snack, you know, making sure it's a got some protein in that snack. Um, protein for lunch and obviously our protein and uh, for dinner. Um, there is a bit of a theory and I haven't delved into the science around a lot of it, but I have read it a few times that having, you know, a good dose of protein in the morning between 30 and 50 grams will assist in weight loss, but it definitely will fuel your body long enough that you don't feel extremely hungry. That's the one thing that we'll do. Um, the other, so I've, I've written five points down when I was chatting to my sister that I got off the phone and I jotted these down that I was thinking about and chatting to her about. Um, the other one is change your shopping habits. You know, the health food aisle is not the health food aisle. It's not health food in the in that particular aisle. The health food aisle is actually on the outside. At one end of the supermarket, particularly here in Australia, is fruit and veg. At the other end of the supermarket, it's normally um, your fresh meat and fish and chicken. You know, and you really only need to be down those two those two aisles and anything else that goes into your trolley is probably some sort of household item that you need to, you know, cleaning products or toilet paper, whatever it is. But, 
you know, the center part of the supermarket, unless it's some dried foods, you don't really even need to be in it on a weekly basis. You know, stock up on tin tomatoes and stuff that you're, you're additives into the foods you're cooking, but the rest of it should just come fresh each week. And yeah, the actual health food aisle, it's full of freaking these crap bars now, full of fillers and sugars and whatever else. And it's actually not health food. So get out of that aisle. Um, the fourth one was, I've, which I've already touched on, was uh, my fitness pal, you know, track your food for a month. I think that's a massive bonus. And my fifth point here was to keep it simple and stay on a path. Um, it's a life plan. It's not a quick fix. Embrace the process and just in, enjoy it. Find, make it a little bit fun. And I think that goes back to that community aspect. You know, find a, a person you can do it with, whether it's your partner, your brother, your sister, and find someone that you can check in with. You know, have a weekly call with, if it's your best friend, and just see how they're going with it. You know, how did you, did you get to the gym this week? How many times did you go? What did you do? Um, you know, just, just make a little bit of fun around it. But we need to do something about it. You know, we need to actually spread the word between all of us, build a community around it and help each other um, because it is really getting out of control. I said to a friend the other week, you know, we live in an amazing country in Australia, got access to great healthcare, great food, you know, the outdoor, the weather here is great, yet still we've got this, you know, growing obesity problem. Um, so we need to support each other and get on with it. Anyway, I just want to touch on that. It was a really interesting conversation I had with my sister. Um, I want to actually chat to her. She's not listening to this about checking with her each week and just trying to assist her and seeing what we can do to get her back in that path. She's not an exerciser, which I understand. Um, she has got a bike at home. And you've got to even find something to encourage you to get on the bike. You know, if that's putting an ear, ear pods in, I love just get on the bike and the stationary bike in the gym and listen to my podcast or, you know, I will put something on, on YouTube that I'm interested in and I'll watch that. But that's how you can sort of burn some time because even my brain wanders quite a lot compare, compared to how it was when I was younger. We, I would just go out for that, you know, 20 and 30-minute run with no music and just enjoy the, you know, the surrounds. Anyway, stay healthy, have a great day, and bye for now. 